You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. Yeah! Oh. Whoa. Whoa. The sound guy was not ready for that. How's my sound? How's my sound? The sound guy was not ready for that. I'll tell Todd to make a couple adjustments. Ding, doink, ding, Well, I'm not going to talk that loud the rest of the show. Okay. All right. What's up, Trainer? Why are you so excited? Uh, I'm excited because actually, um, first off you, um, your ponytail, you have a ponytail growing within a ponytail, which is great radio, but we'll we'll get a, we'll get a picture of that. Um, Mr. Mr. Graham down in Texas went to an IMAX theater last night and he saw him some Top Gun. That's, that's great. I loved Top Gun. I saw it. It was raining out here all Memorial day. I went to a a scene an IMAX has to be next level before me. Yeah. I saw it on uh, Saturday. Holy crap! You're—I thought you were a river guy. You're a movie guy. Uh did I see it on Saturday? I was on the <laughs> oh. river Sunday and Monday, so yes, I oh, saw nice. it on Saturday, and it was awesome. It was so awesome, and I'm not going to give you away any spoilers, um, but it's awesome. Tom Cruise is a vampire. That's a spoiler. He still looks smoke '87 look like aesthetically. I don't get how that is possible because he his jaw is chiseled. Do you think Scientology has something to do with it? I think so. I, I mean, I think there's that. That's the the Hubbard guy, right? Elon Hubbard. I the forget. Aliens, I don't know. The a- aliens and alien makeup or something. The aliens are an alien makeup. Maybe. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's like a, it's a facial product they they develop up up on uh up on Jupiter. Planet Zarzaban. Zanzibar. Yeah, but yes. It, it, it was great. Um, it was the best movie going experience I've had since Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. All right. Yeah. I actually watched Mad Max Fury Road the other uh, couple of weeks ago before I left for my trip. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, blockbusters are back, folks. Um, and I have an idea for a reality show. Um, it's going to be called Top Host. Massey okay. All right. Instead of Top Gun Maverick. And it's a reality show around who who can be the best podcaster. This is sounds already super boring, <laughs> like very very boring. But uh, maybe maybe there's going to be some challenges that we can get to oh, know. Oh, how yeah. are we going to flesh yeah. this out a little bit? We give a true crime podcaster like he's got to do a sports segment. We give a history guy. He's got to do girls girls on dating stuff. You know, like we you you get challenges like Top Chef, uh, The Voice, that that, that sort of that's okay. sort of the American Idol. American okay. I yeah. see. I see. So you have so you have people from different genres doing crossover podcast. Um, a lot yeah. of those podcasts, unlike us, take years of research. Uh, we've been doing this for six years. I've been doing six years of research. Does that not count for anything? You've been doing weekly research for a show, not like a six Ooh. years of research put into one series of podcasts but i would go up against the heavy hitters i'll see what they have joe rogan what's up you think you can switch genres bro you think you're gonna be the dumb idiot that uh gets smart people on the show and it's easily gullible i could do that i think we're kind of like what's a good example of a guy who's um man i want to talk my head great great coach not great at the professional sport who didn't last very long who what's it give me a uh gundy mike van gundy 
Yeah, Van Gundy. We're like the Van Gundys. We're, we're going to be on the panel, Massey. I'm not talking about us going up against the. the these are kids. These are upcomers. Oh. These, are, these are co-eds that are coming into the game. They're in their 20s. Everybody has a podcast. That's why nowadays I say I have a sports show because if you say you have a pod, you sound like kind of a, a d bag. A loser. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were originally back to our roots. We were a sports radio show. That's that right. Turned into a podcast. Um, we so started this thing not even knowing what a podcast was. Right. We're pod hipsters. <laughs> we did it before it was cool yeah yeah and we're still not cool you know so i don't know how i don't know how to rank us on that on that stuff but i love being on the panel casting judgment on people that are probably better at me than what i'm discussing which is what yeah. sports are then yeah i'll probably be pretty good at it we can strike a deal with uh with zoom with big big zoom and they can um, okay they, we can do like the whole show is done remotely because you can do pods remotely which is kind of the the way they're mostly done now because of COVID. So yeah, mm. I think this would be great. It's going to take off. Yeah. Yeah. You just, let's just, let's work on some of those nuts and bolts, but I think we have something here that we can pitch. Yeah. What streaming service should we go after? Um, the only one that likes this is uh, Steve jobs, but he's dead. Oh. Elon, Elon's too busy buying Twitter. So he's out. Um, Spotify likes us. What about Bill Simmons? Uh, Spotify owns the ringer we can go as for Silo's pod or um, Silo's uh, realm. We should just, uh, honestly, if we want to get theirs attention, we'll just commentate on their podcast. We'll become like uh, <laughs> Ryan Rosillo commenters. Okay. And yeah. we'll just troll him. And then we'll just reproduce a bunch of his stuff and package it as something new and different. When it's just clips of Ryan Rosillo, he'll make all the content and we'll steal it and post his highlights. Okay, so we need. I need now that you have all this free time in your hands, being off the river, <laughs> off Mars. I'm gonna need you to build our Twitter database, and we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I got I got interns for that. Perfect. Todd, Todd, he's on it. He just, he just gave me the thumbs up, thumbs up. It's weird. It's a weird thumb. It's longer than all the other fingers, but <laughs> I get it, I Todd. Why. I get it. All right, dude. It's a joke. This guy. This guy failed his sophomore year the third time this this spring and he's gonna give me attitude he's really got some nerve he's always getting stoned in the wendy's parking lot what do you expect yeah dude come on be an adult do it in your Damn living room um all right i gotta shout out an event a very very important event that's going down this weekend trainer what's that it is the first annual snake river fest so the snake river fest is a series um, well, let's let's it's it's got two parts. There's an education and a safety part, and a lot of talks about the ecology of the Snake River and why it's important to protect. Coupled with that is the Jackson Hole Kayak Club's Wyoming Whitewater Championships. Nice. So you got paddling all weekend. You have yeah. some swift water courses. You can find all this out on SnakeRiverFest.com. Um, by the time you hear this, the Hoback race will be done. That's getting performed on Thursday. That is why we're recording early on Wednesday. I'm going to go down to the race and help out. There's a freestyle event on Saturday. Depending on the water levels, it will be either at King's Wave, right there just south of the uh, Boy Scouts high wire ropes course thing. Uh, there's a pullout there, park there. And if not, it will be down at Lunch Counter, which everyone knows where Lunch Counter is. Just check on the water levels and tune in to Snake River – or not tune in. Go to snakeriverfest.com to get all that information. And on Sunday, the greatest sporting fan viewership thing. How do you say that? Fan event? The greatest sports show on earth? 
Yes, that is going to be on Sunday down to the Grays at high noon. It is a boat across where we put five kayakers through the biggest rapid in the valley, and we time them. We get the best two. We go through multiple heats. We get a semifinals and a finals round. It is electric viewership. The Grays River is right there next to the Grays River Road. You can sit on the road and have a stadium view below you of what those boaters are doing racing each other. It is electric. I suggest everyone be there. High noon, Grays River, Alpine, Wyoming. Can you bring your own chairs and beverages? It is BYOCNB, baby. Is that Coca-Cola, BYOC? BYOC is chairs. That's the question oh, you used to ask Sorry, me. Gotcha. Um, there you go. Yes. You just you, <laughs> Did you just set up yourself for your own joke? Does your own no, joke no, go I, better I, than planned? It was kind of a Tommy Boy reference. It was like six packs of B- soda. I didn't know if, if alcohol was allowed. I was just wondering. If you're 21 years and older, there are some events where beers will be served. Please go to snakeriverfest.com to be sure which events you need to buy tickets for. And maybe there's a 21 and older events where there's music and live speakers. And for instance, the Hoback race on Thursday, will have a variety of sneaky Pete and the, um, we'll have a variety of band members from sneaky Pete. I forget which iteration this is. It might be Skeddy. It might be strum bucket. I don't remember, but they will be playing down there. You've already missed it. If you're just hearing this for the first time on Friday, but on Thursday, if you're listening to the podcast early, we're going to drop this tonight on Wednesday. Please reach out to snakeriverfest.com. Give money. It's a great cause. We're, we're doing it big this year, trainer. That's awesome. So the Thursday thing event is during the day. It's not going to go up against viewership with game one of the NBA Finals. Thursday will be at 5. Friday will be at 3. Sunday will be at noon. Nice. nice. So so get get your boating in. Get your basketball in. Um. That's it. That's all I got on the Snake River Fest. Shout out Jared. Shout out my boy Reed Hutton. J-H-K-S-E-D. Reed Hutton put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Thanks for all those who helped putting it on. We, our River Rat community, appreciates you. That's badass. All right. What um where do we need to jump to? I uh, I had to stare down a tourist so I could merge into traffic today. I think I scared the bejesus out of her. Yeah, I think uh, tourists versus cars will be. We can we can uh, pivot to that for you know discussion this summer. So let's keep keep me keep me abreast to your comings and goings around town. I think what I need to do is I mentioned that just put up a little uh, put up a little camera on the crosswalk by Creekside there and just mm. try to get sound and uh, sound and picture on that crosswalk. Maybe mount it a GoPro or something or whatever those things are for. Uh, doorbells what are those things called dash cams whatever they are and just push record right there we could probably make we could make three months of footage out of that easily i love it i wonder if there's there's got to be lots of like the hundreds and thousands of hours of footage from remember the the town square cam that got really popular a few years ago above pinky g's oh yeah yeah and there was a there was a bike accident on there oh i remember that that was crazy yeah all right all right this is getting a little darker but okay all right you brought up the bicycle accident. I, I know, I know. It, well, that was the most memorable thing called on there, unless there was like a fight outside the cowboy or something. That's true. That's true. Which which can happen. So we got to check the. That's a good point. We got to check the after hours footage. Man, Todd, your plate is getting full this summer, my man. Lots no summer school for Todd. Lots to do. Not catching up. Yeah, he's I'm not. What would he do in summer school? We know what he would do. You'd skip out. All right, let's huddle up. You ready? Yes, you would. Yes, you would, Todd. 
Um, he, I know he's, yeah, he's just giving me he's giving me some flack. All right, let's huddle up. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on, your quote slash question of the week, and your goat of the week, which I completely forgot to do, but we'll make up one uh, when I get there. So, trainer, I'll kick it to you. What is your good news of the week? I think your go to the week is usually John Gruden, but we can we can you know change it up this week. Not, uh, my all, good, not all the time. Not all not the all time. The, not all the time. Uh, mine is uh, some fantasy football beef in the MLB world. I saw this. I saw this. I'll give you my take on it, but please explain to the audience why these grown men <laughs> were doing why why they were slapping each other. Well, they are they are these kids today. The Chuck the Charles Barkley. The kids who shoot threes get tattoos and um, lift weights, TikTok and lift weights. So it's Jock Peterson, man in his twenties. Tony Pham, believe a man in his twenties. He might be approaching thirty. Um, Jock Peterson had gone up to Tony Pham, Tommy Pham. Excuse me, Tommy Pham. Excuse, sorry about that, Tommy. I know Tommy's very sensitive, as we know from this story. Yeah, Tommy. Um, oh, definitely. Not I know he. I, I know he listens to the show. Uh, uh, Reds and Giants series. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had been in a fantasy football league together. That was last fall. Jock Peterson had found a loophole <laughs> to start players or keep players on his IR that actually weren't hurt. And which I think is pretty funny to be like kind of a cheapskate in that realm. And being a be, being a fantasy commissioner, I that, see these things. All, that these things reminds all me of how you play the game. <laughs> I saw that, I saw that and I was like, oh, I thought that was completely legal because trainer made this seem like everyone does it. So I'm yeah, I'm pro Jock Peterson when it comes to taking an approach on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hits dingers, uh, World Series champion. Anyway, fam got so pissed off that he left the league midseason which i think is is abhorrent oh, it's even worse a, than that's a little pouty where'd you get that detail well well pouty isn't it so he left and then i guess they had their first series together this year they hadn't seen each other since um jock showed him a gif or a gif as i don't know what how the what the you know gif is, gif is peanut butter yeah okay cool gif so it was a, a gif of um a padre a dodger and a giant player and it was the giant and Padre player, sorry, giant and Dodger player being able to lift a weight above their head. And then the Padres player, the weight falls down on the, on the head and crushes the player. Fam took issue with that. He's a former Padre. He's no longer a Padre. It hurt his feelings. So he slapped Jock Peterson in the face because he made fun of his old team after being pissed off about the aforementioned fantasy football situation. Are, are these are these like buds? Are they buds? And so that's why they were not anymore. To, well, I guess what I'm saying is like you know when when you get really pissed, you like you can hit you hit your brother or your sister. Never really hit my mad. sister. Well, <laughs> really? Because being a little brother. Well, I had to fight back. My, I, I I get it. Not recently. Not recently. Oh, not in the last 20 <laughs> years, dude. I, I'm talking like little when you're little. You're I know. I know. B. War just crushes B sometimes. Um, yeah, it was it was it, it started out like that. It's kind of like think about us in our fantasy league. If one of us sent a gif that made somebody so mad that the next time we went to a draft, we just had a Chris Rock, Will Smith moment. And you slapped me because I made fun of Alabama football on a gif back in October. Yeah, that doesn't really explain his behavior. I'm assuming that he probably uh, doesn't explain anything. Took, but took uh, took the gentleman's sister on a date and never called her back. Mm, that's, that's, yeah. That might warrant the slap. There's fantasy football was the story that both of them are sticking to, 
and and the offensive oh. gif, but somewhere on the undertones says I might have shot my shot in your girlfriend's DMs. I think I don't know. I, I really think it's like we could bless you because Zoom tight. We could dig into this more. I think Fam is just he's just a really hypersensitive guy. He started crying when he was questioned about it. I mean, he's he's getting suspended for it in the first place, but he was like yeah, super probably cost him the, probably super like a ten thousand dollar slap. Super upset about this Padre uh, thing, which was hilarious because the Padres didn't even want him anymore. So he had to go to the Cincinnati Reds and we know about them. They're like four and 48 and they're sold their whole team off. So I think he's just, yeah, he's just not having a, he's not having a good year. Have they played 50 games yet in the MLB? No, not that many, but something like that. Oh man. I thought the time warped. I was like, man, that's, that's not bad. We're getting closer than I thought. <laughs> We're getting closer to the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Getting closer to the excitement. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that is that is good news. Uh, uh, baseball. The, the good news is they're dude, just like us. The players are just like us. They probably it's it's like that those um, tabloids that you see checking out the grocery store. Like the celebrities are like us. They push grocery carts in the store. Ooh. They walk their dogs. This is <laughs> this is Leonardo eating a burrito. That looks like a tasty <laughs> burrito, Leo. They're just like us. Oh, turns out they're human beings. Besides Tom Cruise, who is alien or wearing alien makeup. I don't know. Yeah, Leo gets fat and vapes just like us. So I, I, I see that. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, man. I'm trying to keep. I've been trying to w- walk off the pounds. Um, my good news. I think you'll be excited about this because you're from this generation. But Ooh. Thirty for Thirty is doing a special on the And One mixtape tour. Oh, I love this. Uh, what was his name? I, yeah, continue. I, I can rattle off some of the names off. Skip to my Lou. Skip to my Lou. That yeah, was my guy. He act, Skip to my Lou actually played professional basketball. But do you remember guys of the professor Escalade, hot sauce, hot sizzle, hot my godson, and then half man, half amazing, half man, half amazing spider. Like, dude, it was electric. I went home and watched those. It wasn't the mixtape tape. I didn't have that, but somebody bought the rights to them, like Spike TV or something, or FX. Mm-hmm. I forget who had the rights to the N1 mixtape tours, and they were so electric. Oh, I love those. They were, uh, they kind of picked, like, didn't they kind of pick popular venues like Rucker, like places that were like outdoor, yeah. like lore. There's a lot of lore behind these um, famous locations that basketball players kind of come up in the game as they're, as like youths. Yes, that that is absolutely correct. And in fact, I've listened to, or have caught wind of various basketball leagues that have been forming. Ice Cube has a three-on-three league. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like that's street ball esque you know, three-on-three half court. Uh, there's a one-on-one league that Tracy McGrady started this summer. That's what I was going to look up, yeah. Um, I think – what is it called? The OBL maybe? I can't remember. One, one best league or something like that. Um, so there is a level of basketball outside of the NBA, outside of the G League that – they can play tournaments in cool places like Rutgers or wherever, put money on the line, and actually have talented basketball that you would love that you love to watch. Because think about and one mixtape was that it was street ball, and there was like no one's calling carries or travels or anything like that. No, there's no charges or anything. I mean, there's elbow passes and around the back through the baggy T-shirt. Remember that move? Yeah, for sure. I yeah, love that you dribble one. the ball, you catch it with your T-shirt, and then you punch it so it goes around your back and then lands, and you probably dribble it off your knee, and then it goes out of bounds because you're not the athlete that they end one mixtape door. You're not half man, half amazing. You're just Massey, and you're just trainer. 
Um, if, if you could, if you could have traveled in basketball and put things in your t-shirt and clothing, I would have been better at basketball and, and <laughs> ball handling skills. We'll just put it that way. The t-shirt was an aid. It was an, it was an unfair advantage and they like popularized. <laughs> they like gave that street ball look, put it like forced it in the mainstream. People started wearing baggy shorts again. After, I mean, there's always been the people that have Jinkos. Jinkos. I mean, you saw that Michigan made it super popular, right, with the Fab Five. But the and one yeah. have somewhere in the basketball history has their place, and I cannot wait to see where it is when they explain it on 30 for 30. I can shoot a three-pointer. I can shoot a three pointer. I can do the finger roll. I can jump over opponents that are over six feet tall. Remember that, NBA Street? I got NBA Street Volume 2. That was my introduction to, to – Yeah, that was one of the theme songs to one of those games. Um which was kind of a, I think, a spinoff video game, basically taking the N1 style and bringing in players people knew in like 2000, 2001, 2002, back in the good old days. <laughs> back when times were innocent. Um, what is your critical number this week, Trainer? Uh, mine is um, even. Um, currently, where the series is in golden state that's and the boston celtics Celtics. that's that's close uh steph curry's even odds to win the world series uh the nba finals mvp what what does that mean you have to bet a dollar to get a dollar yeah you got it yeah and so tatum is second so he's plus 190 so you bet you bet uh one dollar to get two dollars so two to one odds Basically okay. There. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Seth Curry d- does has the uh, he on his advantage so, uh, on his storylines advantage is that he's resurrecting the Golden State Warriors after they've been plagued by injury the last two years, right? So he does have a good narrative that the press will like when they when it comes time to vote. Yeah, and I think there's also the you know the whole like he's never won an Oscar narrative. Like I, I you know we saw Will Smith. Um, finally breakthrough this year. <laughs> um, we've seen Leo. We've seen aforementioned Leo. So Leonardo awesome. Leonardo DiCaprio. He took him a while. It took Pacino a while. Uh, Steph Curry had never won an NBA Finals MVP. He's won three titles, but it was KD, KD, Iguodala, I think. I know that Iguodala, that's that's the fun fact of trivia yeah. that you don't really know is that Iguodala won a Finals MVP. Didn't he have a block or something that was iconic? Yeah, he took he took Braun to the to the cleaners defensively, and that was kind of like why they chose it over Steph, basically. Steph, the greatest three point shooter of all time. Look at the history books; he should have one. Yeah, I would and, I'd vote for him. And I do like the this is kind of a side note, but the new it's like players who are not retired yet. It's it's Haslam with Miami, Iguodala with the with the Warriors. They're they're just kind of bench cheerleader guys are like the 11th man emergency i'm 48 but i can still you know i can still do t-shirt travels and stuff and come to the game can you <laughs> me dirk has retired but he's also kind of a chair mascot yeah yeah so i love these like i think kobe would have done this if he hadn't have passed away like you just like sit on the floor and not really have an actual role except you're on the roster but you're like kind of like, like yeah you're kind of like a little more than drake right that is for the raptors yes. He yes. just sits on the floor and kind of like is a troll. You actually, you might pop your head into a huddle every now and then, or get an individual, pull him over to the side and say, "Hey, when he uh, here's a try this on your next way down the court or next offensive possession." That's the type of role yeah. that 
AI is going to play. The original AI, Andre Iguodala. Um, the original AI. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah, all right. I'm 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 into it. Honestly, people were criticizing Haslam for being upset and losing the Eastern Conference Finals when he got caught on camera, like, shaking his head. But can't doesn't that – isn't that good? Isn't it because he's still emotionally involved and he wants to win still? It doesn't matter that he didn't play. He still wants to win. So people were – I didn't see the backlash. Was this like a Skip Bayless type? Who who was saying that? Who was like, saying that Haslam has no has no uh, like reason for being distraught? Well, it, the, I think the headlines more like Haslam shaking his head, like he actually did something this series. Oh, oh, like he actually did something. It's like yeah, he probably did in some unforeseen way. This is a team sport. Yeah. Not everyone scores forty five like Jimmy Butler. Some guys yeah, who, 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 sit on the bench. Who knows how? Who knows how much Haslam works with Jimmy Butler? behind closed doors one on, you know in a one-on-one fashion you never know I and mean, from one bench warmer to the next i must protect that role yeah exactly bench exactly. warmer leader yeah i mean haslam was on that team that beat the mavs with a a, a very uh let's say God, almost so long ago he's he was he's been on the heat that long oh yeah oh yeah he was like a actual uh, starter back then um but I, I've always had a special place in my heart for Haslam. So, and I appreciate it. he just got like gray hair and he's just like hanging out and and like yeah he should he should be pissed off he should he should enjoy the moments the ups and downs and not be criticized for looking like he should have done something. Yeah, like he's a human. Humans have emotions. Um, yeah. I'm going to stay on the Golden State and maybe we can take this time to discuss the upcoming series or maybe we'll we'll uh, do it after the huddle. But 123 versus zero 123 versus zero versus zero like it's like it's comparing comparing the two man i was gonna say 123 times in history the home team has won game one 100 that's actually pretty good i don't know i don't know if that that's that feels that's too much that's too much that feels too much um 123 no the amount of games the golden states warriors core group the collective Hmm. amount of games they have played together in the finals oh wow versus boston celtics zero they played 123 or is that playoff games that is that is each time they play in the finals that counts toward their total oh oh, so steph has steph has a quarter of those games. Right, Curry's right, got right, a quarter of those games. Draymond's yeah. got a quarter of those games. Gotcha. And maybe probably Andre Godawa for counting for counting him in this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. But <laughs> that that is one of the bigger storylines for this um upcoming uh championship series. But honestly, I think the biggest storyline is Golden State, who's gonna be their third and fourth guys? Because I think Boston's three or maybe four through six is better than Golden State's four through six. Boston. Okay, so we're talking like Al Horford. Um, we're talking Horford and um, and Marcus Smart. Yeah, thank versus you, Marcus like, Smart. Versus like Jordan, or is it Jordan Poole? Jordan Poole and uh, like yeah, like uh, Wiggins, 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 oh, and Kevin Looney. Well, Kevin Looney's kind of up there, but no, like, that's good. That's a good one. That's tough. I feel like. Boston's got the, I want to say they're the deeper bench because are more experienced. They're the more experienced guys, four through eight, 
and because I know Golden State had to throw out like uh, Kaminga and like the younger, the really, really younger guys, the younger than Wiggins guys, like the even younger than Poole. Those guys that uh, I know Wiseman's probably not even playing, but yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. I, that's, that's a stumper. It's a stumper. It's a stumper. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Don't yeah. just, just mull it over. Chew on it for a little bit. Calm down. Um, what is your stuck on? Stuck on. Oh, uh, this is also basketball related. So admittedly had some, had some gummies and was watching uh Boston at Miami game seven. It got a little, little, little in my own head, you know, thinking about stuff. And I was wondering, you, you could be as a former um, elite high school basketball player, you could explain to me or somebody that yeah. Julio Jones dunked on. I can, I can um, do my best, but ballers only understand ball, you know, so. LeVar Ball. Did you say that? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. Dude, just keep going. Why? Why? Um, why has there never been a basketball player that has a shooting hand glove? Because that sounds dumb as hell. <laughs> but but hear me out. All right. All right. Extra extra ad space these days because there's ads. You could have like the Cash App right here or whatever. Or, okay. Uh, you know, Facebook, Meta. No, no no free ads, but if you want to get in touch, G Train at Gmail. Yeah. Oh, Zoom. Yeah, Zoom. TST. Um, and um, T. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Grand Teton, Grand Snake River Fest. Snake River Fest. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, fashion statement. NBA players love fashion statements. They do. Whether it's shoes, shoes, hats, outfits. Um, and all the kids do these days is shoot threes. So the time is now. Like shooting is the cool thing to do. Nobody dunks. Nobody cares. So you, if you have a cool shooting glove and you get enough like TV exposure to that, you got. I mean, I just, I don't know. It's just an idea. Whoa. Yeah. We can somehow segue it. Remember Allen Iverson's like middle finger sweatband? Yes, yes, yes. Same Flare. sort of concept, but a glove. Like think about when the sleeve first came out and people oh, thought the sleeve was lame. People thought it was a now it's like standard practice. Yeah. There's leg sleeves. There's legs that remember when the first time you saw a pair of leggings on like Lamar Odom or somebody like that? And I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah, what is he covering up? Um oh well, he's addicted to drugs. Um, that's oh. what he was covering up. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean his legs? I don't know. Maybe a bad tat. Well, you know, you, you run out of places. Shooting gloves. All right, I'm there. I'm there. Would you wear yeah. it on your shooting hand, or are you like a QB? Remember, you know how QBs have one glove on their non-dominant gloves. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's we a good start the trend with the non-dominant hand, and then no, I think if you call it shooter's glove, then you got something going for you. You could do Shooting non. Gloves. Yeah, you could do left hand more like yeah, like uh, football, like football quarterback non throwing hand, like golfer glove on the left hand and the right glove. I saw these. They're like shooter helper gloves. I, I had to, I went down the Google wormhole. They're like kind of like the 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 half halfway cutoff finger gloves, but like the pinky and the and the ring finger. Yeah, they have like full. Uh, full sleeves on those fingers and it's like a performance shooting glove and i'm like why can't we just take this next level have the pros use them as well just because you're they're still learning yeah you know. sure yeah. ben simmons yeah. is learning how to shoot <laughs> yeah ben simmons is a great person is the to test out the uh the prototype i mean he dresses like a clown we mm -hmm. could just i mean no one would notice that he just never took off his shooting glove when he went into the game and boom he is on fire. We got to get to Ben Simmons' camp immediately this summer. So when he puts up those highlight videos of him being good at basketball, he'll have a shooting glove on. 
Yeah, I talked you into it. You have ideas now. Yeah. Okay. Ben Simmons, you're yeah. our next target. Please contact us at GTrain84 at Gmail. We will take Todd will be filtering through those emails. Um, my stuck on, we talked about Gruden versus Goodell last week, and that means Goodell versus the courts. This week it's Dan Snyder and Goodell versus the United States Congress. Congress? Dum 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 dum. Is this um what's his name um everybody out there I'm so sorry for Mitch McConnell is that Congress? Congress is both houses, right? House of Representatives and the Senate. That's Congress. Yes, that is this right. is how your government works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Congress is a whole. I don't know. They have some. They have so many committees. I wonder how far you up in the totem pole when you get the committee to re uh, like go after sports icons like. Who's the committee that went after Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire? Like, or who are those dorks? Oh, yeah. The anti-fun yeah. dorks. The, like, the legal department of the Congress that goes after niche, like, yeah, baseball steroids or deflate gate or, yeah. Any, yeah, any, yeah, any anything cool. like that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. This apparently is, is much more serious because Goodell, excuse me, Snyder is covering up workforce, just toxic workforce place. That, that has been criminally investigated. And when they criminally investigated him, they found that he's probably doing tax evasion and laundering money through his NFL franchise. But the committee has invited Dan Snyder and Goodell into their office to answer a couple of questions. Uh-oh. When is this taking place? Um, it's probably not. They just invited him. They're going to have to get a subpoena and a bunch of big FBI agents and drag them out of their respective homes past their lawyers in order for Goodell and Snyder to get in front of a United States congressional hearing. There is no so chance your, to go talk. It's not your standing. It's not your standard. Uh, I'm willing to come RSVP situation. This is, um, this yeah, is your invited. This is, so this is a standard RSVP situation. I'm assuming the next time they ask them, it'll be a little sterner and then they're not going to ask Then They're going to tell. Got it. And then Roger Goodell will just, dip dive duck and dodge because he has 32 billionaires with powerful lawyers on his side and he'll weasel his way out of it and someone will get fined a substantial amount of money he makes 60 million a year just for being the media's punching bag he might as well get a pay raise and be the congress's punching bag by the end of this he's probably going to make 100 mil a year he's almost there he's three quarters of the way there damn it <laughs> as we discussed last week this reminds me of is it is james connor the 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 uh massive ex-stealer defensive player right james connor he was the one who he invited goodell to do an interview because he just wanted to kill him remember that was kind of like what are those like, james hey, come connor on over. aren't you talking about a aren't you talking about uh who is arnold schwarzenegger's foe in terminator that's uh sarah connor and oh john james, connor john connor john connor um how you like man, him those? Not, uh i don't not, know james, james harrison james, james harrison. harrison okay yeah. yes he's a very scary human being He's still yeah, biz so, is like five plates. Yeah. So what I was trying to say was this is a Roger Goodell is not going to willingly be invited. Like James uh, Harrison invited him to do an interview so he could get him in a room together and basically see what happened. Yeah. yeah. Just, Hey, you want to, you want to hang out or what? No, <laughs> no, I do not. Um, what is your quote slash question of the week trainer? Hey Roger, come over and we'll talk about Top Gun. Hope you liked it. Uh, my quote of the week is I've got two. Good. Um, at peace is the first one. At peace. Uh, that is going to be uh, the great Buddha himself, the Dalai Lama. 
No, this is um I think I just mixed up religions there. One of the one of the greatest narcissists of our time, Coach K saying his family is at peace with his uh retirement still. So no bubblings of a Coach K is making a comeback so far. Um summer. great, because he's dead. Because he's dead, <laughs> because UNC stomped on his head on their way to lose to Kansas. Sorry, Coach K. Thanks for coming out. I hope your documentary ends with you crying into your wife's arms because you're a sad, lonely man whose family you never saw and they've grown up to loathe you. Well, speaking of speaking of uh, speaking of falling asleep in government class because I didn't know the the Congress structure, uh, I would fall asleep <laughs> if there is a Coach K documentary. I will not watch it, or I will fall asleep if somebody makes me watch it. I will gouge out my eyes before I watch a Coach K documentary. May, I'll turn on the last 10 minutes so, so I can watch him lose to UNC in epic fashion in the Final Four. That I might tune in for. But the rest of that BS, he is such a narcissist. I cannot believe. We don't put individual awards up in Duke. We only put up team awards. Oh, really? Because your name and all your individual awards are hanging up from the rafters. I can see them from here. Well, speaking of uh, names and narcissists, my second quote of the week, I never got a response. Um, sounds like me, uh, in my dating, in the dating pool. What? what? <laughs> You're still dating? <laughs> no, former Massey in the dating pool. This is uh, Nick Saban after he said he reached out to apologize to his Aflac BFF, Deion Sanders, after slandering the Jackson State coach for paying a player a million dollars to play on his team. Um, yeah, Dion. I don't think, I think Dion's a little bit, I wouldn't say above what Nick Saban is doing, but he just doesn't want to get entangled in it. He doesn't want to be like, he doesn't want to have the press of back and forth because Jimbo and Nick have come out and since said, we're over it. It's time to move on. I mean, Jimbo just lost his mind because I think he was like, oh, Nick Saban is doing a tell-all of all the illegal stuff that we used to do, and he can't do that. And he got up the first morning and called the press and said, I'm going to be here at 9 a.m. And he went berserk. And then Nick Saban was like, whoa, dude. I can say this. We didn't say anything wrong here. I didn't say anything inaccurate. But what Nick Saban is, is worried about is all that Texas A&M oil money that's about to start pouring into that school now that they can pay their players. And maybe Texas A&M is at the very brink of something here. Although yeah. we did just steal his 2023 four-star quarterback prospects, decommitted from Texas A&M in, in March and just committed to Alabama, just saying, Nick, maybe those words worked. Maybe a billionaire that owns – 10 RV parks in the greater Huntsville area heard your words and went himself and got a four-star prospect. Um, can you do a name on that? What's the Huntsville uh, RV pick? <laughs> shout out, shout out to Kingpin of all the, all the RV parks located outside of greater Huntsville. I'm looking at you. Uh, Jiminy jam, John, I don't know your name. I don't know. Nick, Nick Saban, keep, keep my former Dallas Cowboy. Great. Out your, out your mouth. Um, Dion did not deserve this. You just keep it between you and uh, and Jimbo. And did this all stem from somebody getting the – did we talk about this last week, that Saban got the second recruiting class? Who started talking first? Because I Nick know did. you were on Mars. I know you were on Mars River, but, like, do you know who started talking first? Because I can't even keep up. Uh, I'm pretty sure Nick did. He was talking to, okay. uh, like, a Rotary Club in Birmingham or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. And well, the I, media I was there, and – and he basically was like, hey, the rules are changing really, really fast. We need to start paying kids more money. Yeah. Just like Texas A&M did. And they're like, Jimbo was like, I can't believe it's giving it down. And you're like, okay, 
Then all right, Nick Saban's like, calm down. I'm, I'm working. I'm. There's a bigger picture here. Is this the great? This is the great um, summer debate of our of our 2022, just like Brooks versus Bryson was last yes, year. Yes, yes, probably. I think this. I think SEC Media Day is going to be electric since these two old men will now refuse to talk about it. I feel like they're going to refuse. They're like they're trying to take high roads individually right now, saying, well, "I got no problem. I got no problem with him." And like, we're going to stop. We're going to stop bitching. But I think it's going to. It's got to come back up again, right? Hopefully. What else are we going right. to talk about? The. The, not football. Not like, not football. Not the game. <laughs> Speaking of football, this is a random note I had written down. This is outside of my huddle. I'll get to my question here in a second. But Real Madrid beat Liverpool in Ooh. the Champions League final, which is the best of the best. One to nil. Like how I said nil there. One to nil. Sounds like a Coach K documentary. Um. Yes. So that's that's talking uh, Champions League. Just kidding. Oh, just kidding. Soccer was, fans. Oh yeah. We'll give you a little more juice. So during the or before the game, a bunch of Liverpool fans got pepper sprayed. Mm-hmm, I heard about this. Um, there were some fake tickets. It was in a bad part of Paris because they had to uh, they had to change the venue from St. Petersburg, Russia. <clears throat> to Paris at the last minute because Russia has been up to no good. And still, still, still up still to no good. Putin. Yeah, still with this Putin. Yeah, just atrocities. So they were like, you know what, Russia, you're out. Paris, you're in. It's in a bad neighborhood. Apparently, there was just many, many criminals down there just mugging and pickpocketing and like beating up <laughs> these soccer fans and taking their exactly money. <laughs> and uh, and can I? When they said they Liverpool fans rushed the gates and then they got sprayed and then there was people getting crushed. Isn't that just like what happened a long time ago? Didn't Liverpool fans have a tragedy in which uh, in which people died? I think is that right? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't research this. It sounds like sounds like some hooligan stuff, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've watched one movie on soccer fans, and I feel like I know them. It's like, isn't mm. this business as normal? Isn't this what you, not- when you go out on Saturday you expect to get punched in the face and someone to take your money? Yeah, that, that's how that's how watching documentaries works. Um, we we watch them like now I go out and mansplain who John Wayne Gacy is because I watched the documentary on Netflix. So like that's just you know. Oh, that's only works. natural. Become an expert. All right. Well, Real Madrid, you won another Champions League. Liverpool, back to England, you go. That's all I know about that. Um, my question of the week, trainer, is for you because I need to know what in the world question. Dustin Johnson is doing in the LIV Golf League. I, he's. Ever since that fist bump, he's gone off the deep end. Like since I touched his hand, the hand of Paulina, I've kissed the ring. I I, I forgot what's about that. On? What's going on? Well, what did I put on him? I spell? don't know. Did I just put a spell on him? Are you? Are you cursed? This is cursed. <laughs> Graham, you are cursed. Evil incarnate. That is cursed. This is cursed. Um. So, I did a little diving into the live golf league, Liv yeah. Golf League. Is that what it's called? The Saudi thing? Um, yeah. Saudi? I don't – politics aside, it sounds kind of sweet. Financially for them? Financially, yes. Got, there's $20 million purses involved. Uh, DJ might walk uh, off with $125 million guaranteed. Sounds uh, like a Roger Goodell year. If you, if you are following D- Dustin Johnson at all, he's only made 70-ish million dollars at 37 years old playing for the PGA. So he can almost double that if he just goes and walks on and plays. And, and in the live golf tournament, they have match play, 
They have team play. It's a shotgun start. There's only three rounds. There's no cuts. It is made for fans to watch golf at a much higher pace. Does that make sense? Yes. Not just like slowly leaking onto the golf course and the golf course is full and then it slowly empties. The golf course is full the whole time. You're doing real live, probably betting. There's probably good betting props involved. It's Gambling faster. Money. Love it. Yeah. Um, they're doing stops in London and Boston and U.S. and some other golf-ish nations. They're not. You're not going to be playing. This is not like the WWF goes to Saudi Arabia. This is like the Saudi <laughs> the Saudis have rented out some courses for their tournaments to be played. Was there a guy back in the day named the Sheik in WWF? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, uh, modern history does not want you to remember the Sheik, but it, it did exist. Holy smokes, yeah. what a callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah this, so I haven't got – I don't know if you've gotten into the nitty-gritty of can you still play majors and not play the rest of the PJ? You Tour? can. So you can. Up. Dustin Johnson able to play majors and not, okay. and, and not play in the rest of the PGA tournament. Now, the PGA is – the golfers are looking at them saying, are you going to start punishing people because if not – all of us are going to jump shit too. And so with the PGAs, I don't know if they can find the players, but they're threatening to. Because they're like, they're like, uh, sounds like the golfers like, are rebelling. They're like contractors, they're like contract works. They're yeah. like contract workers. They're not, yeah, they're not like, they're not playing for, they're not Igudala and Haslam and these guys playing for, I don't know why I picked those two as the, but you know, my, my brain's still there. Yes. Let's say Steph Curry and Jason Tatum. That's more relative. They're they not contracts. Jason Tatum and Steph Curry playing. Yeah, exactly. These Literally. guys signed a uh, a W four or ten ninety one or whatever when you're an independent contractor. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So that's. I mean, they just play in golf tournaments, and the golf tournaments like we don't like those other golf tournaments. You can't play in there. Like, take a hike. This guy, this guy's gonna make me filthy rich. Look at you. What a, what a, what the difference of, or what is it? What a what a difference a week makes. You love golf. No, I don't love golf, but I do love a good old-fashioned story of uh, of players versus the man. Players versus the man, yeah. Players versus the man. We're all we're all pro player these days. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. When, when back in back in them old days, old my my daddy would yell at the players for being being uh, you're lucky being just to play a game, being, being selfish, and it's all about the owner and the and the you, you do right by the owner and the, and the and the coach. And now it's like we're all we're a pro player generation, which I respect. Yeah, you might get a golden watch if you make it to 10 years out there. Yeah, that's res- that's, that's respect. All right, trainer, what is your uh who is your goat of the week? I got I got a real one and I got a sarcastic one. All right, talk to me. Which one do you want first? Good uh, news or bad news? Good news. Good news. Uh Brad Stevens, my goat of the week. He stepped down. Uh people forget He's the uh, leader of basketball operations for the Celtics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he stepped down as the coach last year and looked himself in the mirror of the Boston Celtics. Looked himself in the mirror and said, I, I don't I'm not go to this job anymore. Um, hired um, a new coach. Did a great job of that, obviously. It's kind of worked out. Um, yeah, he's pretty um, he, good. He's pretty good at spotting talent. Yeah. So now he's the greatest uh, basketball operations, uh, head of basketball operations of all time and uh, greatest ex-coach of all time. Um, of, the, of the week, of the week. Sorry, of the week. Yeah. Of the, of the time, of all time. Of all time yeah. of this week. Yeah. Exactly. That's pretty awesome. I, I for yeah. whatever reason, got invested with Brad Stevens when he was at Butler, right? Yeah, because he almost uh, – he was he – was, uh, He almost coach. beat Coach K in the finals. Yeah, the shot, the oh. shot. That's um, the shot. Of, yeah. If somebody says the shot 
in sports, which is really weird that that's the thing I think about is uh, not Tyler Hansbro. Um, what's his name? <laughs> no. Gordon, Hay- Gordon Hayward. Yes. Uh, rimming out for a uh, desperation almost three to win, beat Duke. Do you know what's so awesome to think about is the fact that they went on that run. Butler went on a run with Gordon Hayward and Brad Stevens, and it made and them filthy nobody rich. Nobody else. Yeah, nobody filthy else. I don't remember, rich. I don't remember who the number two on that Butler team even was. No. I don't even remember besides who was on that Duke team, so there. Who was on I don't Duke even know. Team? Besides Coach K's rat face, I don't know Ugh. anybody else on that team. Um, Ugh. Yeah. I don't have a goat this week. I got two. I got two. I got the bad news for you. Oh, yes, yes. This is my goat. Go ahead. Drew Brees. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's, what happened? Uh, you, did you hear what LeVar Arrington had to say? I don't even know who that is. Excuse you. That that seems catty. I think you do know, and you're Mm-mm. just mad that he said something bad about Drew Brees. Never right, heard of well, him. He said he's LeVar Arrington, um, ex-Penn State great, and linebacker drafted by the aforementioned artist formerly known as the Rufgrens. Um, He said that he's not as popular as he thinks he is. He's not as loved as he thinks he is, and he acts out when it doesn't go his way. He is crying for attention. Dude, this guy. What's his name again? It doesn't matter what your name is, LeVar Arrington. That is Drew Brees, first ballot Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, Drew Brees. So he got, he was a little unemployed, unemployed, unemployed. So he got a little confident (laughs) and he got friendly with people before they were ready to open up to him because he's the alpha male at six foot, nothing graduating from Purdue. Like just give him kind of some slack. The man is a great. Well, I think there's um, there, maybe there might be some, you know, the LSU is the is the root of their time together is the root of Saban and Fisher. Yeah. We might have a good beef. We have good beef. This could be a Big Ten Purdue. They play at the same time. They're both 43 years old. Um, LeVar Arrington, Penn State, great. Uh, Drew Brees, Purdue, great. I think there's something way back when we need that. We need mm. to. We're gonna slowly peel peel the onion back. And That's because Drew Brees took out his girlfriend on a date. Oh. And he's still mad about it, I bet. Mm-hmm. Could be, could be. But, uh, yeah, I, I knew you were going to like this, so I, I understand you're defensive. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't care that Drew Brees was a nerd. Basically, that guy was I'm, like, Drew Brees I'm was kidding. kind of a nerd. It's like, shut up, dude. He's really good at football. You know I love Drew Brees. I just uh, – last week it was Kaepernick. Now it's Brees, so, you know. The, 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 I have flushed the trend, Kaepernick out of my brain. The needle is pointed up. Uh, by the way, update, uh, still not signed. Kaepernick shocking this has been this has been a seven years news cycle with Colin Kaepernick I don't understand like don't I don't want to hear Colin Kaepernick's name again trainer I'm sick and tired of it but mainly because you love it so much is why I'm sick and tired of it keep Colin Kaepernick's don't do name it. Out don't do it don't do it uh let's go to the NBA finals with the remaining time we have left like we said earlier Golden State versus the Boston Celtics Boston Celtics are coming after their Second seven game series of this playoffs. Second, second. Did they go seven with uh with Miami and they played Bucks? Yeah, yeah, Bucks. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to remember Sixers, Sixers Miami. Yeah, before that. Yeah, you're um, right. Bucks. Yeah. They have Golden State has been sitting around for 10 days waiting on their opponent. They're going to play in California, even though Ew. the Boston, even though Boston is a higher seed than them. Do you know how that works? 
I was I was actually wondering that. I guess Gold State has. I'll I'll have Todd look this up. He's actually at my house now. Um, I'll have him look this up. But I think Golden State won more games. Oh, in the regular season. Yes, I because I, we're not doing the Bud Selig stupid baseball all star the Western te- conference no, no, team. No, no, no. Yeah, so no. I'll look this up right now while you're uh, you got some more intel. Um. Going against Golden State, who seems to be well-rested. They have a lot of experience. The team is a little shallow. They're not as people are kind of giving Golden State the benefit of the doubt because they saw how dominant they were back in 2015 and 2000. What was it? 17 they won another one? I can't remember. Those teams. 15. 15 um, sorry. Golden State. Three, they won it three in times. 15. Cleveland won in 16. And then KD came in because KD only uh, can join teams that beat him. And he <laughs> won two with Golden State. So that's the three. Yeah. Did you? And then the Raptors won. Remember the Raptors? Oh, Sorry. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, there's I'm missing a gap in time here. The Raptors, the, fill, the Raptors filled Canada. that gap. Also, Canada. just KD and uh, Kyrie, both Nets teammates, both formerly of the Boston Celtics and Golden State Warriors. That's Wait, a fun. That's fun. What? That's that's a fun little factoid. That is a, that is a good factoid. I like that one. <laughs> um, this Steve is- Kerr. Steve Kerr. I put this up um, on the social media documents. Um, he's been in a finals in four straight decades, which made me sick to my stomach because I started to think that's ninety. Um, the aughts, the teens, and then the, the roaring twenties. That means that we've been alive, Massey, for five straight decades. How is are we fifty years old? I'm very confused. Oh boy, is that, no, does that make sense? No, we're not fifty. That it can't made me be. sick. I got scared. I've lived through. I've been alive in one, two, three, four. I've been alive. We've been alive in five decades. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's isn't that weird to think about. It blew my head off. What? Your head I mean, still, <laughs> that's that's not that's not what we're doing here. That's not what we're doing here. Uh, okay. Boston Celtics blew my, blew my mind. Yes, Boston Celtics much younger. They've gone through two emotional game seven series. Jason Tatum turns the ball over a lot. Jalen Brown playing well at second fiddle. Marcus Smart <laughs> and Robert Williams both are considered top tier defenders. Marcus Smart being Marcus Smart being the defensive player of the year. So that's a little bit understated. Yep. Uh, Al Horford plays a hell of a role at age seventy five, shooting threes and playing good defense. Um, Boston Celtics as a team guards better one on one. Golden State lacks a little depth. Are they going to lock up Steph? And allow Clay and Kevin Looney and Wiggins to to beat them, and pull, and pull. Mm-hmm. Draymond is Draymond going to have to have an offensive game? Is Draymond going to keep his keep his? Uh, Draymond's going to keep his like eleven yeah. rebounds, two points on one of two shooting, uh, four fouls, and five blocks. Whoa, dude! Dr- Draymond gets to be on M- uh, NBA on TNT. He can he can come back, snap right back at you. So you got to be careful what you say about Draymond. Right, is he going to take Charles Barkley's place? I think so. I think that's kind of what's. I think Barkley's going to retire and play uh, play on the Saudi tour, and that's going to be it <laughs> for television. Man, I've heard I've heard Charles Barkley say, "Yeah, I can't wait to golf and fish for every day for the rest of my life." Yeah, him and him and Ogeron. That'd be a good reality show. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Second yes, reality is, show pitch. This it's cool. This thing. It's very cool. Um, when I saw Horford kissing the court, I was like, "Oh, this is this." It didn't say the, the little thing didn't come up the banner, but I was like, "This is Horford's first trip to the finals in his career." That's awesome. So, um, one 
or went won back to back titles with Florida way back when Billy Donovan was a NCAA and, basketball coach. And Joachim Noah? Yeah, Noah. Noah's been out of the league for a billion years. Like, think about that. That's crazy. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I know. I, um, like, I, so, like I, I don't want Boston sports fans to have anything, but I really like I really yeah, I really like Noah. I mean, sorry, I really like uh, Horford. I like Noah too, but yeah. Okay, so let's pick them with uh with the remaining time left. Pick them and in the the amount of games. Because at first, when I saw the matchup, I was like Golden State and four. Sweep them. Well, um, we yes, the, the uh, Golden State won two more games in the regular season, so that confirms the home court advantage. There's no controversy there. Um, in case the you know the NBA commissioner Adam Silver did had not met, had not seen that. Um, good, anyway. good, good, Adam. Really, we're just doing. Really we're, we're just auditing. We're auditing. We're auditing the NBA finals. As it turns uh, out, they followed the the parameters in which they set. I'm just gonna go. Um, I pick Golden State in my in our little pool. I'll stick with Golden State, and I'm going to be optimistic and say it's a seven-game series. Boston can't win three consecutive seven-game series. Golden State wins. I, uh, if it goes to seven, I like I like where that is. Boston doesn't close out teams. It was indicative. Uh, uh, it was very prevalent when they were up on the Heat, and the Heat almost won Game Seven out of the blue when Boston was in complete control. That got that got scary. Yeah, Golden State has the ability to score 15 points in 15 seconds. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is what is going to give Golden State the edge. Is their ability, Boston's ability to turn it off a little bit, and Golden State's ability to turn it on a lot when that mm-hmm. happens. I'm going to say Golden State. Ooh, I don't know if I like this. I might just pick Boston in seven. Uh, Golden State in five. Gentlemen sweeps them. See you later, Boston sports fans. Golden okay. State in five. I hate that huh. pick. I hate that pick a lot. Well, if you got something to put on the line, what you got to put on the line? I don't have much to put on the line. You got something you want to put on? You want? To, you got something to say? You want to say to me? Um, I kind of want to pick Boston in six, just so we have some something to. All right, I was going to pick Boston in seven, and you picked Golden State in seven. So I didn't want to be redundant there, so I just tried to go shoot for the moon, Golden State Mm -hmm. in five, just to to make things exciting up front. But if we want to come down to it, I'll I'll take Boston in seven, you take Golden State in seven, and we'll 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 put tattoos on each other's faces, whoever loses. Tattoos on each other's faces? in the face, yeah. Or you have to get a cat. Ooh, we should do something – ooh. We should do something. Of, I have two uh, cats involving. Um, They're murderous psychopaths, by the way. Alabama at Texas game. It's officially in Austin. It's in Austin. It is in Austin. It's I, it's going to cost a, an arm and a leg. Have you seen these gas prices? As they say, but <laughs> we can we can. Well, I feel like there's something there. There's I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We can like, flesh this out. We can. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We can TBD. figure it out. We have the wager. Where we have the 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 uh, intent. The Yes. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you this week. Thank you for tuning in. Download us wherever podcasts are available. Look us up. Teton Sports Talk. Rate, review, subscribe. Just give us a review, five-star review. Say whatever you want to in the comments. We're here for you every week. We appreciate what you as listeners. All right, guys. That's it. That's all. That's all.